Welcome to the Hairpreneur Show. Awesome conversation that'll provide you with new insight, crazy good ideas, and proven strategies to help you build the business and life of your dreams. Now, please welcome to the stage our host, Ryan Whedon. It's the Hairpreneur Show, everybody. How you doing today? I don't know about you, but I think I need to come up with a little jingle or something before I get started. Don't you think? I'm so excited to be here. This is episode one of the Hairpreneur Show. I'm your host, Ryan Whedon. One of my favorite quotes of all time is perfect for this occasion. The quote comes from a gentleman named Hillary Hinton Ziegler, also known as Zig Ziegler. He was an American author, a salesman, and a motivational speaker. Unfortunately, died in 2012 in Plano, Texas. I'm just looking at Google right now, but this guy is amazing. He's got some fantastic quotes that I'm gonna share with you right now. Starting with one of my favorites, you don't have to be great at something to start, but you have to start something to be great. This is something that I live every single day because I never feel like I'm ready to get started on projects. My plate is always so much fuller than it probably should be, but I do that kind of on purpose these days because I know that I'm always going to figure out a way. I know what I want in life and I know the direction I want to go. I'm not always sure how to get there, but I'm going to figure it out. If I put it on my schedule, if I put it in my brain, I'm going to find a way. I just got to put that first foot forward and get started. Rarely do I think anybody is 100% prepared to do something that they really want to accomplish because when life throws challenges at you, there's procrastination, there are things that come up. It's rare that you have everything perfectly aligned, that you have time to practice, study, prepare. A lot of times you just have to say, you know what, I'm just gonna jump right in, I'm gonna dive into the deep end and see what happens and I'll figure out how to get back to the surface in one way or the other. Sometimes it's literally just blind faith that you're just going for it. It's a method I like to refer to as ready, fire, aim. You don't really know what's gonna happen, you don't know what's gonna work, but you try a million different things. It's like throwing spaghetti against the wall. You never know what's gonna stick, but whatever does stick, you follow it. Maybe not with spaghetti on the wall, but you get the analogy. I'm gonna try Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, emails. I'm gonna try a bunch of different things. I'm gonna try online training, live training, platform work all kinds of different types of vehicles to move me in the right direction and sooner or later something is gonna stick and once it sticks, I'm gonna get closer and focus on that and go in that direction and then amplify the results as I work toward my goals. Wow, listen to me. It sounds like I got it all figured out, don't I? (laughs) Not even close, but I'm having fun. And so I digress. Story of my life. We were talking about Zig Ziglar, and then I got onto a rant here, but you know what? It's the Hairpreneur Show. So you're going to listen to me in whatever direction I decide to go. So other quotes from Zig, and then we're going to jump into something very, very cool. Well, at least I think it's cool, and I hope you think it's cool too. One of my mentors, his name's Brendan Burchard. He's a motivational speaker. He's been doing it for decades now. He's still a young guy. I'm actually going to one of his live events in San Diego at the end of this week, and I am amped. I cannot wait. I've never seen him live. It's going to be a cool event. It's called Influencer. It's about up-and-coming influencers and influencers that are already doing very cool things in their business. So cool tactics, strategies to get ahead in this overwhelming social media frenzy. And I cannot wait to share what I've learned with you when I get back. So Brendan has written several books. And I've read pretty much all of them several times. They're amazing books. The Motivation Manifesto is one you may have heard of. He also has a few different podcasts. One of the coolest things I saw him do on one of his podcasts was he actually, for the first seven or eight chapters, he had his book in audible format on the podcast. 
So I've decided to do the same exact thing with my book, Sweet Success, How to Make Six Figures as an Independent Hairstylist. That'll of course be coming after two more quotes from Zig Ziglar, which I still haven't gotten to yet. Ah! Stay focused, Ryan. You can do this. I have to constantly remind myself of this all the time. Stay focused. Stay on track. But something's working right. I've got a podcast now. So if anybody's listening, that would be really cool. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Zig Ziglar, here are the quotes. You can get everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. You may have heard that quote before, but that is so true. Focus on other people's success and you'll find success in yourself doing that. The last quote, I love this so much. It's so funny. People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's dive into this book, Sweet Success, How to Make Six Figures as an Independent Stylist. Section 1. The Big Picture. Quote by Tony Gaskins, If you don't build your dream, someone will hire you to help build theirs. Being a hairstylist is a worthless profession and you can't make a living at it. At least that's what somebody told me. Someone I loved, trusted, and cared about deeply. So I believed her. At the time, I had just started working at a new salon in a new area, so of course I wasn't making any money yet. I could barely afford my car payment. How could I ever support a family? I was ashamed of myself but only because someone else told me that I should be. That's when I quit the business altogether after five years of working in reputable salons. Although I was becoming a very talented hairdresser, I just couldn't see the big picture. That's when I decided to grow up, so to speak, and join adulthood the land of responsibility. I took an entry-level job at a large corporation and moved into my new home, a 5 by 5 cubicle. I hated it almost immediately, but figured... That was just part of having a so-called real job. I'd wake up before the sun rose, sit in traffic, drinking my coffee, inching along with the rest of corporate America just so I could get to work, ready to answer phones and type emails by 8 a.m. At the end of the day, around 5.36, I'd straighten the papers, scattered across my desk in a hurry, race to my car, jump back into traffic, and pray that I'd get home before dark. I now understood what working for the weekend meant. Friday couldn't come fast enough. Within a few months, I felt like I was drowning. Neither my heart nor my mind belonged in that type of environment. My smile faded and depression set in. I had become what I'd always been most afraid of, a nine-to-fiver. I seemed like I was always on somebody else's schedule, and my email inbox was dictating my life. After less than just two years, I was let go, which is a nice way to say I was fired. My sales numbers weren't hitting the mark, and my progress had slowed considerably from when I had first started. None of this was a shock to me because I didn't care. I absolutely hated every single moment of every single day. You know that line in the movie Office Space where the lead character confesses to his therapist that because of his job, he felt that every day was the worst day of his life? That about summed it up for me. When I got home for my last day, I was overwhelmed with a sense of relief. I knew that this type of job would never ever satisfy me, so I crossed it off the list. However, still convinced I needed a real job, I decided to become a real estate agent. I could make my own schedule, be my own boss, and control my own fate. I admired the independence and could work from anywhere. No more cubicles. Also, after watching a ton of reality series on real estate shows, I figured it would be easy enough to make a bunch of money. This was a pivotal point in my life. Not because I was good at real estate. I wasn't. I was a terrible real estate agent. I didn't know anything about houses and frankly, I didn't care. The reason this choice became so vital 
was because I was able to meet somebody that I never would have crossed paths with if I hadn't decided to give real estate a shot. This person became my friend, my teacher, and my mentor. He taught me skills that were so valuable, so limitless, that they could be applied to any field, not just real estate. My mind was opening to a new way of seeing the world and my place in it. His gift to me was a rekindling of my own passion and spirit. I found myself dreaming again. Finally, I was able to view my passion of being a hairstylist with a brand new set of eyes, more purposeful eyes. I could now see the big picture. It was time once and for all to say goodbye to real jobs and begin to follow my heart, my soul, and my spirit. It wasn't about a label anymore. I wasn't going to be just a hairstylist. I was a visionary. I was an entrepreneur, an artist, a creator. I was whatever I wanted to be. Doing hair wasn't going to be a job anymore. It was now a vehicle, a transport, a way to take me to that extraordinary life I had always dreamed of living. Hair can take me there, I realized. It had been over three years since I had picked up a pair of scissors or put foils in someone's hair. I couldn't believe I was about to find myself back in the hair business. When I first got back behind the chair, I was starving for business. With less than 10 clients in my book, I was barely making $500 a month. Thankfully, my loving parents were letting me crash on a blow-up futon on the floor of the dining room. I knew it wouldn't be for long, though, because now I had a plan. With my mind clear, thanks to my mentor, I started developing strategies that I would use to hopefully boost my business, strengthen my reputation, and earn more money than I had ever thought possible. I was training myself to think outside the box with a bigger picture in my mind of what was realistically possible in the scope of most hairstylists' visions. Now, just three years later, my personal income had skyrocketed to nearly $17,000 a month, over 200K a year. My business was better than ever, and I had a three-month waiting list for new clients. My salon was ranked one of the highest rated in all of San Diego, and it was only a salon suite. I was the only employee. This success was more than I had ever dreamed of just a few years prior. My personal life was also thriving. In that same span of three years, as I was tenaciously developing myself as an independent stylist, I was fortunate enough to marry the love of my life, get a house by the beach, and start a family. Not only did these strategies help me succeed in business, they also helped me succeed in my personal life. It was the most satisfying feeling in the world to realize I had finally found the perfect work-life harmony. Thinking back now, it was foolish of me for believing those hurtful words, being a hairstylist isn't good enough. It's complete rubbish. Being a hairstylist can be whatever you want it to be. Now, as you continue to read this, or as I continue to dictate it, I want you to think of yourself as more than just a hairstylist. I want you to start seeing your own big picture. Okay, scene. That's the first part of Sweet Success. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed my ranting at the beginning of this podcast. But that's it. I did episode one. I'm super pumped. I hope you guys enjoyed it. In the following episodes leading up to the end of this book, we're going to be going through the seven steps on how to make six figures as an independent stylist, and I might have a rant or a song or something in the middle of it to be part of the Hairpreneur Show. Hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Just kidding. I have no idea how this podcast thing works yet. But hey, you never know until you try it, right? And what was the quote that that guy Zig Ziglar said? You, you don't have to be great to start, but you got to start to be great. So here's to being great. Enjoy your day. Until next time, I'm Ryan Whedon. Thanks for playing. 
Thanks for listening to the Hairpreneur Show podcast. Go now to www.thehpshow.com to sign up and get first dibs on our weekly education directly to your inbox. Thanks again for listening. Please share the love and tell a friend about us. Till next week, you're awesome.